right. Hey, welcome back to On the Cusp, our podcast here at the BRF. And I got my host, co-host with me, Matt Snyder, back for another episode. And I'm really excited because I got my counterpart, the newest initiative at the BRF, Ryan Culp with Shreveport Next. Dave, Matt. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. The host with the most. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, man. (laughs) Tell us, what is Shreveport Next? Let's just go straight to it. Let's dive in. Shreveport Next is the newest division of the BRF. Um, And BRF does a lot of different things in, in... in economic development in Shreveport. And in 2020, um, our leadership decided that we need to evolve and add a recruitment element to, to the BRF. So how Dave works with local entrepreneurs that are looking to grow a business, I go and work with uh, business owners that are working in growing businesses that are not in Shreveport right now and have conversations with them and see if there's an opportunity um, for the story of their company to grow in Shreveport, whether that's a relocation, whether that's a new facility, uh, we go and have a hundred conversations a year with companies and right. founders that's and CEOs the hard thing. and say, and, and you, you know, move. We both work for the doctor, okay? And we know <laughs> the doctor likes to set uh, goals. He likes metrics. He likes to measure our success. And we're good with that because we're those kind of people. Yeah. You know, we want to, oh, yeah, give me a number, okay? We want to go after it. What, what goals did, did the doctor give you? We've got to meet with 100 founders or CEOs every year in person. Uh, we have to host 10 prospects a year in Shreveport, and we need to land two deals a year, uh, find two companies to locate facilities, two new facilities every year. Okay, so out of the 100 you talked to, how many have heard of Shreveport? A surprising number. Really? I would say a surprising number, because that's part of our approach is um, something we say at Shreveport Next is we play the hand we're dealt, not the hand we wish we had. Oh, cool. So we don't go and try and convince someone to stick their round peg in our square hole of Shreveport. We know what we're looking for when we go. And so there is actually an ecosystem in Shreveport where people know. We have small molecule pharmaceuticals with Dr. Reddy's and Alpha Sigma, and people know that. Uh, we've got the aerospace and defense community because you have Barksdale, so people know where that is. We, we've, we've got things that here, and we're right on the cusp, right, podcast, right. That's right. of being somewhere and, and kind of engaging with those groups. And so we try to be really focused so the companies we meet with have some familiarity because we're trying to kind of play in the same ecosystem. Absolutely. How far are we off? As you're talking to these people and you're recruiting, how far off is Streetport from really hitting home runs with these companies a lot? In, in timeline? In however you want to answer. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. up to you. Yeah, we told you, you we were going yeah, yeah. we to script this. Yeah. We're going to we give you the hard questions. You figure out questions. how to answer them. <laughs> um, we're about three big exits away. That's my answer. Okay. I'd say we're three big exits away from seeing something really move. And I think you see that in comparable southern cities. I'll, I'll, let's use Birmingham as an example, right? So you've right. got Bill Smith in Birmingham. Birmingham is very similar to Shreveport. Former very mineral-dense city was very focused around iron and what the minerals you could take out of the ground and how do you process that. And then you see a couple large exits from Bill Smith that shipped and then he starts landing. Uh, you've got the healthcare system that started to grow there. You've got a couple pharma companies that started to grow there. So my answer is we're about three big exits away from Shreveport being there. Yeah, but you're, you're very different than a lot of the other regional economic development organizations. 
you're not out there trying to land Toyota. I'm not. Okay. Uh, and I think that's important to talk about, but what is the right size for you when you're out there and you're, you, you're, you're trying to figure out, okay, are they a good fit for us? Okay. Right. What are you looking for? We're looking for a company that has uh, positive revenue growth year over year for at least two years. We're looking for a company that has 500 or fewer employees uh, with positive employee growth. So we don't want them contracting, we want them adding new employees. Um, and we're looking for, for, for companies that, to re revenue growth, employee growth, and then we're looking for industry fit. And that's kind of our baseline. That's where we start every, everything. Mm, that's- So that, how it, many, what does industry fit look like? Do we have a lot of industries that fit in Shreveport or is that a very slim margin for you to, to shoot for? It's, it's not a slim margin. It's broader than part of it is where Shreveport is right now. We can really mold that and shape that and think about how we want that to look because we have kind of anchor pieces of all of those, of, of anchor pieces of different industries that we get to as an economic development engine and all the players that play in economic development in Shreveport start to build out and shape. We've got the base and you can build a defense industry around that. We know that uh, if you're doing boats, we're probably not a good fit because we're five miles from the ocean. So right. we know we're not a good fit for that. Um, on the medical side, we know we can do small molecule pharmaceutical, but mRNA, the new large pharmaceutical, large molecule, we're not a great fit for that. And so we know but even within that, the total addressable markets in those spaces are really large, right? I mean, it's... Definitely. So when you're out there and, and you're, you're talking and trying to recruit these guys to come here for a visit, you get them here, what's the hardest thing? What's, the, what, what's the, your biggest hurdle? It changes with every single prospect. Um, we're, we don't take a one-size-fits-all approach to, to recruitment and we don't take, a, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a salesman and what I sell is Shreveport. And if we think about the last big purchase that any of us have made, um, let's use a car, right? It's, mm -hmm. you can get really frustrated because you go to the lot and you get to the lot and the guy, salesperson walks up to you and says, uh, well, this car is great. It has four doors and eight cup holders and two windshield wipers. And you say, great, but I was here to look at a convertible and I didn't ask that question in the first place. And mm -hmm. so we take a really tailored approach. It's different every time. Sometimes it's workforce, sometimes it's electricity, uh, sometimes it's capital. It's different right. pieces for different companies. So how much does culture come into play? In you love the doing? culture question. He goes, everybody that comes here is getting the culture. Know. Because okay. I think our culture is too far behind. That is out on the table. That comes up a lot. I think our culture is too far behind. When I'm hearing you yeah. bringing this husband and wife, the CEO and his wife into town for three days to look at moving to Shreveport, I'm having red flags about culture go off like crazy. How much does that come up? Am I right or wrong? It's chicken and egg. I mean, and I, I don't want to be too like laissez-faire about the whole thing, but it is, right? I mean, the, you've got to have a culture. You've got to show you gotta inspire confidence and build confidence in the people you're working with that their kids are gonna have a good education if they move to Shreveport, that, that their spouse is gonna have the appropriate career or activities that they wanna participate in. Um, but the flip side of that is, I don't disagree that Shreveport's culture is behind, but it's how do we get there. And right. For, for, right. for me, the way I think about it is, you've gotta have more discretionary income. And how do you have more discretionary income? You find jobs that pay more. 
That's right. right. If you want, and, I, and, I mean, and we've we've talked a lot about that on the cusp, and that I think if we land a couple of bigs, okay, it'll move quickly. Right. And we'll we'll get there. I think they grow in sync too. I mean, you can see times in Triple H. I mean, right now with gas prices being where they are, it's a lot easier to throw an event, a successful event right now than it was a couple years ago. You know, it was way easier when Moonbot and this studio was rocking and rolling and there was a lot of cultural things kind of moving. Those kind of people came out to, to cultural events that were more like what they were used to in other cities. So I think it, oh, I agree with you all, it moves together. I just wanted to know, is like, is that a question when you're talking to these companies, how often does the culture of lifestyle come up? It, it's always a component, but it's the last question they ask. Mm, definitely. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, and it's it can be the deal maker yeah. and the deal breaker. Right. But you don't you don't get your first conversation with culture. Yeah. What happens when some when you when you walk into that 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 prospect and they ask you what are your incentives? How how do you how do you take that? If, yeah. you, if you're if you're being driven by incentives, I'm probably not the guy for you. Good deal because I I see that a lot. I'll try and keep it brief, but we back to playing the hand you're dealt, we got to know what we can do and know what we can play in. Just yesterday, uh, Michigan passed $875 million of cash in a, from, a, from a surplus that they're going to give out in cash incentives over the next year to companies that relocate or expand in Michigan. There are towns in Texas that have more cash to give away than the entire state of Louisiana. If you're looking for a bag of cash, I'm probably not the guy you want to talk to. But if you want to understand how does labor, how does electricity, how does how, how do I use my resources, whether that's human capital, real capital, mm -hmm. how do I do that effectively and show a greater return, then we can have a conversation. That's that, that's key and I'm, I appreciate you going there. Now, we've had some successes in the first couple of years, right? Couple, yeah. Tell them about that. So we've done five uh, locations in the first two years. So we've done a software company out of Chicago we helped BRF uh, recruit a defense contractor into Shreveport um, and then have partnered with EAP on three other companies that were growing and in a space and we were able to match that need and bring what right. EAP brings to the table and kind of feed the pipeline awesome. from Shreveport yeah. next. So there, a, a there are some successes, and, okay? Yeah. It's not easy and I'll go back to what you said. Every one of them is unique they're all in different industries, but they're right there in that sweet spot where we were able to put a package together and, and get them to pick Shreveport over a lot of locations. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we'll be advertising a lot of those in the future. One, one other thing I wanna, because I want the citizens to be able to help you. I want the city to be able to support what you're doing because at the end of the day, we all benefit from your success. What would you say about the mentality of Shreveport and if, how people in Shreveport feel right. about Shreveport? What is your take? You, I mean, you're a guy with a big outside view of Shreveport. You're looking at it often. You're trying to sell it. What's your take on that? If I'm candid, people in Shreveport need to start, need to, need to, I'm going to have to edit this part. People in Shreveport need to quit thinking that they are losers. Ah, yes. Because they are not. But you know, that's one of the reasons Matt and I agreed to d start this podcast. That's right. Because we wanted to talk about the positive things. The, you know, 
There's so many good things going on. The way we look at it, and I know you and I and the doctor, you know, can see what's a few things coming down the road, but we feel that we're right on the cusp of something big. Let me tell you the hardest part. You say like, where do you win a project? Where do you lose a project? The hardest part is the Uber ride from the airport to the hotel. Because you get in an Uber and you say, and you company comes in and a CEO comes in and says, I'm thinking about moving a business here. And the question that the Uber driver asked nine out of 10 times is why the hell would you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we ought to get our own car and make Let's sure that. I'll know. drive the next one. Yeah, you Matt, drive the I next will, one, Matt. We, we're not going to let the team. We're not going to let that happen again. Okay, because I, I I know exactly what you're saying. Independence Bowl is a perfect example, right? Yeah. One guy wrote one negative article, but it is a exceptional event in this community. If you're looking for good things in Shreveport, if you're looking for success, if you're looking for things to be proud of, it's not hard to find in my opinion. I mean, I stand at events all the time, I go to dinner all the time and I stop and I think about it. These aren't bad vibes. I mean, it's not very different than a lot of places when you're out of town in a lot of situations. We just choose for whatever reason to beat ourselves up. I mean, I, Matt, I tell you, my wife and I moved here from from the West Coast, right? So we were living in a town on the West Coast that's growing quickly, fastest growing uh, metropolitan in the US. And we came to visit and it was no problem for us to just feel the energy immediately. We went to Key Mexico for brunch and you hear the bands and you eat the tacos mm. and there is not, I mean, you can't, you can't fake the energy that you have in Shreveport. I will get, read on the internet, getting ready to travel somewhere, the hottest restaurant, this is the place. And there are times I go in there and I'm like, Zuzul would kill this yeah. place, you know, or, or so and such and such, or the, this fill, or events. I mean, you go to an event in another city and you see thousands of people and you're like, that event's not half as well done as a lot of the things we Absolutely. have here. So We've got a lot of events. We have okay. a lot of events. And we have a lot of people that are good at events. We have yes. a lot of people that are good at making cool restaurants. And it's I going mean, to build that culture that you guys want. It's okay. there. It just has to have support of people. Yeah. Just like you said, you got to have people that can spend their money on it. Absolutely. Well, hey, guys, we're at time. Ryan, thanks. Thank I'm glad we were able to get you on here. If you want some, if you got something you want to send to Ryan, send it to the info at E-A-P-L-A. If you want to watch our podcast, we got it on YouTube. If you want to see the video version. And it's going to be on all the standard uh, podcast platforms. Support this guy. Help Support this, this guy. guy. Help this guy. He's trying to sell every, support every, for all Everybody of us. he brings here, whether they pick yeah. us or not. That's right. Okay. That's better that's for us. That's better for us. 100%. All right.